Welcome to the Ryan and Nate's Business Podcast. Come listen to these two blue-collar business guys. Nate, your go-to automotive repairer, and Ryan, your local heating and air contractor, talk about business, how to help you, and hear stories from our local unsung heroes. Community matters to them, and so does a healthy business. Here's Ryan and Nate. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Ryan and Nate Business Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about reviews, how to get them, how to deal with them, bad ones, the good ones, how to use it to build your company. Yeah, and GMB profile. And Google, Bing, and then Apple's also talked about creating their own platform as well. So you Mm got to be able to stay on top of that too. Yeah. So there's a lot of things going in a lot of different directions that you have to be aware of. What is GMB for me and everyone else? Yeah, GMB is your Google My Business profile. And that's one thing that makes me so angry is the guy that's just starting out, he never wants to have a GMB profile. And it's just really agitating because you can go through the hoops of making a GMB. And it's just, you know, when you Google restaurant near me and it's like Chevy's, Yard House, Johnny Rockets, and those are three on Google's platform in the local SEO section. They're there because they made a Google My Business profile. And over the years, it has wildly evolved. It really agitates me when a guy's getting started out and he doesn't make a GMB profile. He doesn't go through the hoops. He's like, I don't want to advertise. I'll be too busy. And it's just like, dude, if someone calls you and you don't answer or you put even a dead phone number up there, who cares? But it's a place where people can leave reviews. And it's a place where your website is seen and located. Because if you just make a website yourself, it's so lost in the ether. No one will ever, 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 ever find it. Right. I see a lot of new guys spend forever, ever, and ever, and ever on their website for something that will be never found because they don't want to have a GMB profile. Right. They don't want to advertise. Yeah, the trail to you typically goes through Google first, right? Mm -hmm. And then they click on website and then they come to you. And you can buy a website. You can do your own website and it's going to take you forever. You know, we have a guy we work with that does websites for $1,500. And we have guys that we work with that do websites for eight to $10,000. So it's really like, what do you want to do? Right. And then the good news for the service-based business is that the capability that you actually have to have on your website isn't as complicated as like an online retailer or something like that. Having a landing page with information, how to connect with you, who you are, give your presence, have pictures and things like that, it doesn't take a ton. It takes some effort, but like you said, you could be $1,500 in mm-hmm. and have a good landing page for people to be, but they're typically getting to you from Google first. Yeah, if you look at Atlas's website, that's a $1,500 website. Mm -hmm. I mean, we went out back, we took a couple pictures of you and I, and we put some very quick blurbs up there. We didn't spend a ton of time. We did a couple blogs just because, you know, for the really IJ type person, you know, that's there for them. Right, Myers-Briggs. Yeah, but really, I mean, Bellway's website, that costs every bit of $8,000. Right. That's a highly trafficked website. That's where all my business goes through is that website. I would say on average, we get probably anywhere 15 to 2,000 people a month going to our website. Some of that's scam and stuff like that, but about 2,000 people a month look at that website. Okay. 
it's important to have. So you look at your report every month, right? Yeah. Because Google, my business, sends you a report. Mm-hmm. It tells you how people interacted with you. Make sure you're up to date on your days off. Like, are you going to be closed or not? Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. Go back for a second. You said Bing's going to come up with their own and Apple's. Yeah, Bing's already got their own thing. So you should be located on Bing and, and be recognized through that. The process is very similar with Bing as well. You fill out a thing, they send you a thing in the mail, and then that mail has a number on it and you have to give the code. Google is wildly cracking down on guys that are not legitimate, guys that are running things out of their house. The process to get a GMB profile is rigorous. But it is possible. I will say a good tip, and this is worth listening to, and I'll try to, you know, for the whole podcast is make sure you have a utility or a phone bill in your business's name that goes to your business address. If you have that and you have three months of that, you're rock solid in Google's eyes. We have satellite locations in different spots, and you can go as simple as getting a Cricket cell phone and your company's name with that satellite location address on it, and boom, you're up and running. You're a legitimate business in that profile. You will always be protected. Back in the day, all you had to do was fill out the info. You'd get a card in the mail. You'd type in the number on that card, and boom, you were in business. But now, you don't have to. A lot of times Google will push you through, but if Google ever looks at you, you know, you get a couple bad reviews come in, a couple people saying this is fake, you know, because there's a section on Google for people who like to waste time to do that. And also like legitimately, like, you know, you don't want some scam artist setting something up either. So the thing that will protect you is the phone bill slash utility bill in your company's name and sending Google a video. And in the process, there is a place to do this. But you start out at the street and you show the street sign and then you walk into the office building and your sign is on the front door and then you open it up and you show an office with a desk and a laptop. If you do that, it is 100% secure. They can really never take it away from you because you've backed your space up. And I recommend everyone do that now because if your GMB goes down tomorrow, Well, they're going to wait for you to get the phone bill put in your name. They're going to wait for you to get that video uploaded. And guess what? You ever tried to call Google? It's impossible. It's impossible. It's all AI. Yeah, it is. And it is because when you upload a picture of your team, Mm -hmm. make sure they're smiling because Google picks that up too. It says happy work environment is what the AI says. And then you will rank higher because you're in a happy work environment. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a fun little trick. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know you were getting down in the rabbit hole with me, did you? No, no, no. You, I know you know your stuff, man. New Life Automotive, my amazing wife built our website for us, so we didn't have to pay someone outside to do it, but it cost way more hours. It probably would have been better to have someone else do it. And that's not any discredit to her. It's just... No, It's it looks amazing. It looks as professional as you can find in all these other businesses, but the amount of time it took... It would have been maybe better for her if we didn't have her do all those things. So she did an amazing job. And then we're old enough to where I don't even remember the process to when we got our GMB. Like, I don't even remember it. Mm -hmm. But I don't think anyone was checking on us. So I don't remember it being rigorous. I did not know about Apple doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. That's coming. 
you know, allegedly, you know, started. And I would actually have to look it up because if Apple did start their own thing, I mean, it would wildly change the game. Mm-hmm. 75% of our listeners are on Apple Podcasts. I, I found that out yesterday. Right. 75%, I mean, that's a huge percentage. When I boast this thing on Facebook, I mean, I'm not even going to waste my time putting it out on Spotify anymore. I used to put both links on. Right. I'm just going to do Apple because I have a 75% chance that that's the person that's going to hit that one. You know, I listened to that even before I had an Apple phone. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Back then, I would go to the web, like a website. Okay. Like back in the day, I've had an Apple phone for a very long time. Yeah. yeah. But before then, I could just yeah go on the website. Yeah. I had iTunes even without an Apple product. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, if Apple comes in, it really changes the game. And most of us have our eggs in the Google basket. Mm-hmm. Most of us have that egg in that basket. Good thing is Google's reinforced with YouTube and Gmail. You know, and a lot of people love both of those platforms. Mm-hmm. Not everyone loves iCloud platform. Right. So Google definitely has some strength behind it. It's not going anywhere. Definitely, for sure. I will say there's a company called Steady Demand. That's who we use. They're $300 a month, but they will make sure that your Google will never be taken down. And if it is, they have direct contacts to a live person, to a higher up in Google they can get you back up and running very, very quickly. That's the company I recommend. And that's really a lot of what I learned. Like, they helped us get our satellite locations. They help us, you know, secure all of our locations and things like that. Mm. So making sure everything's kosher for everyone. Cool. Well, let's talk about reviews. You guys do a really great job, Beltway. Like 700 plus reviews. We're almost 800 in one location. We have about almost 30 on the other two satellite locations we just started and we have 300 on Arbutus. Yeah, that's awesome. New Life, we have almost 200, which is dwarfed in comparison. But something I'm interested in is the fact that for the automotive space, like 200 is you're a rock star. Mm-hmm. Like different industries utilize reviews differently. Like restaurants are obviously very highly reviewed. Mm-hmm. Doctor's offices, I'm finding out, are very low reviewed. People yeah. don't typically go on and review their doctor. I would never review my doctor. It's weird. No, I was just talking to someone today about it who worked in an office. They told me that they had a bad review and it destroyed their star rating because they only had a total of 20 reviews to start with. And yeah. the, it was a practice for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So in the automotive space, the only people that beat us in number of reviews are shops that are like part of chains that are big, like ones you've heard of, like the chain places. But HVAC is a little different because it's normal. Like you have a lot of reviews. How does it compare to the rest of the industry? It seems like it's a highly reviewed industry. It depends on what area you're in. And I will say, look at where your GMB profile is. Look at your competition, you know, do a SWOT analysis around your competition. And then just be bigger and better than the person in your neighborhood. So Severin, there's not a lot of HVAC contractors in Severin for whatever reason. The best guy there has got 30 reviews. And he's been in business for I don't know how many years. We matched them in two weeks. And then we took it off, you know. Now we've matched the best. We'll go back to that later. Columbia, that one's definitely a hard player to be. There's people in Columbia that have three to 400 reviews in the Columbia space. We have 30 right now. We're pinging on the map. Once you get past 25, you ping on the map a little bit better. You know, so someone really cares about local, they'll Google air conditioning near me and they won't look at the SEO stuff. They'll just click on the map and they'll see what pin drops 
bar on the map. And you should have a separate tracking number for that pin drop, by the way. The more reviews you have, the higher your pin drop's going right. to be. Uh, you know, the further out they go, the more likely your pin drop's going to be there. Right. Arbutus, same thing. We have 300 in Arbutus. The next closest guy is close to that. We beat them by probably like 40-ish reviews, which is good enough for me. And then Hanover is our baby. Hanover has got almost 800, which we should be... Man, we should be at 800. I've been seeing a lot come in. Did you check my reviews before we got here? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was 788. Okay. That's what sticks out in my head. Yeah, they've been coming in the last week or two. So, all right. Yeah, so we almost have 800 there. 12 away from 800. And it's good, by the way. We're talking about number or quantity, but... Yeah, all 4.9s. Yeah, 4.9. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. You want 4.9 everywhere. You never want 5 though. That's kind of a given, but I want to just say... Yeah, yeah. You don't want 800 reviews and a three-star rating average. Like 4.9, almost 800. Even people think the 4.9 is bullcrap, and it's not, you know. Right. I, I read some stats that said anything over 4.7. Yeah. Five is actually weird. Some people find that suspicious. I went a summer with five. My phone calls went down. Yep. Yep. Definitely don't do five. 4.9, if people think I'm bullcrapping, that's fine. You know. Yep. Or the real deal. It is what it is. Yep. You can experience this or you can go to Joe Blow down the street without a license. Yeah, I think most reasonable people assume. That's what gets me is so many people without a license that have three, 400 reviews. That's what really blows my mind. I got a company in mind. I'm just angry about God. I think people assume that if you're in the service business, not everyone's reasonable. And it, in their mind, it's like it makes sense that not every restaurant's going to have 400 reviews and have five star before they go to it. Like if it's mm -hmm. above four, seven, it's like this is a good place. It's reasonable to think that not everyone is going to feel like they got a stellar experience because humans know what other humans are like. And not every human is a person who can be pleased by service. Oh, yeah. One of our worst reviews was me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you wrote in a bad review yourself or you did something that they were reviewing you about? All the reviews are legit. Because I'd have to talk to you if you wrote yourself a bad review. Although the first like five or ten, maybe even mom and dad. But outside of that, yeah, bad review I had. Just went to the lady's house and her fan stopped working in her bathroom. Mm -hmm. And we put an HVAC in the house. And she was like, well, it's working before you guys even touched any blah, blah, blah. And I was like tearing apart her house trying to figure out what was wrong. And for some reason, she just got so angry. And then she wrote a review saying, everyone at Beltway is great. Dave is great. Alan is great. Probably was <laughs> Nina at the time was great. Named your people. But that Ryan guy, <laughs> they need to fire him. And then we just responded, yeah, man, Ryan's an a-hole. You know, like it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. We've been trying to get rid of him for a long time. Yeah, we've been trying to get rid of that guy for a long time. Thank you for this review. This occurs to me, this would be a great question to have when you're hanging out with other business owners because everyone's got review stories. Mm-hmm. There's energy around it, right? The good or the bad, there's energy around it. Yeah, I think what the biggest thing with reviews and negative ones is that they don't repeat. If you notice that reviews are repeating in your organization, then the problem is you. If they're yeah. one-offs, hey, he didn't show up one time, hey, he had dirty feet, you know, mm -hmm. and you've been in business for years on years, that's a one-off. Right. Who cares? Right. It's important that they don't repeat themselves and... You know, what bothers me the most is that because of our name, which we will be changing, there's a company about an hour away from me that I get bad reviews from. The company is Beltway Air, and we're Beltway Air Conditioning and Heating. Hmm. So Faulty identity. Yeah, and then I thought about, you know, I can take this guy down. You know, I can trademark the name. 
Right. And I can trademark Beltway Air, which is another thing, trademark everything you own, every saying you have. You know, we don't do it the easy way. We do it the right way. That is trademarked. But you've heard that saying before. Right. You're not allowed to put that anywhere on anything you own. It's trademarked. Like the happy birthday song. Is it trademarked? That's what someone told me. It might be an urban legend, but I was told you're not allowed to sing it anymore in a restaurant. Yeah, I was watching Kitchen Nightmares. You remember that show? No, man. The shows that you say, I never know what you're talking about. With Gordon Ramsay, Kitchen Nightmares? I know who that is. I never... Okay, well, he went in the restaurants and he fixed them. This is before he got super duper duper famous. And there's a girl in there from Baltimore and she trademarked the word hun. She got ran out of business because she was coming after everyone who said the word hun. Oh, so there's backlash on her. And no one wanted to eat there. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, you're a jerk. So you can trademark whatever you want. Just don't be a jerk about it. But here's the, the thing about trying to run this guy out of there. Because it's just a guy in a truck. He does warranty work. And clearly, it's not that great. You look at his GMB, and it's like two stars. And then some of his bad reviews come on to me. Mm-hmm. I could figure out a way to get it all taken back. But then I can't stop him from working. So the clients he does serve or the clients he has made angry, they don't have anywhere to vent. So if I take his GMB profile down, then they can only find me and they can only vent at my profile. So might as well leave it up. Allow him to leave his up. It's a crazy world we live in, man. Yeah, that's a decision I made on it. Yeah. So we talked about why it's important to have one to start with, who's looking, having reviews, and it's news to me about Apple. So that's good. They've been talking about that forever. Yeah. You'll see what happens. So it's important. Let's talk a little bit about how do you ask for them or if you ask for them, how do you get reviews? Is there a system that you as a company do? And then how do we deal with positives and how do we deal with negative reviews? I've been talking this whole time. How about you go? (laughs) All right. So I'll give you my answer. Okay. You go first. No, no. I'll give you my answer after you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Calm down, dude. Okay. You need a Snickers? All right. No, I got We got Corolla bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, this is good. You know what? I have energy today because I got a bad review. So I'll tell you that story. Oh, yeah? Like the first in a really long time. You got it today? And look how I said it. I said, I got it, right? Our team got a bad review. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I feel good about the way I handled it. Who responded to the review? I did. Who dealt with the customer? My service writer. So you weren't involved in the situation and then you just saw a bad review pop up on the screen. Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. Cool. So system-wise, for years, we had no system. It, it, it was organic. So that's the word I use for it. People reviewed us, and over the years, we, we got ourselves up to like 150 or so, and it was just good-hearted people deciding to review us. 4.9 star rating all the way through. There was a couple weird ones like Miss Identity. One time we had a one-star review and it was someone who lived in Florida. Like we could see where they were from and they'd never reviewed any business in Maryland. I don't even know how it happened, but we couldn't get Google to take it down. If you ever get attacked, call Steady Demand. Steady Demand will help you with that. So we had no system. And I know there's companies that you can pay to create systems to ping back and forth to get people to ask for reviews. You can put up the QR code in your office, if you're a type of business that has a physical location where people are there all the time, kind of passively ask for them. And so we did a little bit of that over the years, but for the most part, it was just organic. Recently, what we did was like, hey, we want to get over 200 reviews at New Life. So we just started a system where it's a simple spreadsheet where when one of our service writers has 
even a moderately good experience with a client. Like we knew the experience that the client got was going to be great and they had, you know, moderate good connection with them. Then we throw their name on the list and we send them just a well-crafted, very short text message that says, hey, if you had a great experience today, would you consider reviewing New Life Automotive? And in the text, it has a link to our, our review site. So it's simple to them to do. And with doing that, we've increased getting reviews. Our number of reviews have gone up instead of getting like one or two a month passively. We've been getting like two and three a week consistently over the last couple of months. So that's the system. And then we have a process to where we respond to every single one. So if it's a positive review, we try not to have it like cookie cutter, just cut and paste. It's very much like, thank you. Somehow communicate if the person mentioned in their review, like, hey, these guys are trustworthy. They've always steered me in the right direction. And, you know, you can respond and say, hey, thank you. Name them. You know, thank you for your excellent review. So grateful that you trust us. And sometimes we've had clients for, you can tell that they've been our client for 10 plus years and you thank them for how long they've been there. So we always thank people. And then with the negative reviews, which again, we haven't had that many, but when we got one this past week, I always think about it like you want to make sure you imagine that you're not trying to convince that person. You're not talking to that person. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get them to call you on the phone. Mm-hmm. You apologize at first. I'm sorry you did not feel like you received five-star service from us, Mm -hmm. which is true. Even if I think that's total BS, I can still say, honestly, I am sorry that you felt like you didn't get five-star review. And then I want to invite you to give me a call. We'd love to see if we can make it right in some way. Give me a call. Here's the name of the manager. Here's our phone number or you know email address, whatever you want to put there for them to call and get the conversation offline not having it a back and forth online is the strategy I've gone with. So this bad review that we got, he was a new client and I could go down all the technical reasons why he was unreasonable with his car repair issue that he was having. I just read the whole thing. But you don't care. You just read it all? Yep. Okay, good. You're going to give me a critique. It's good. I'm not. It was good. No, in a good way. Like one feedback. So today though, he called me this morning. Oh, great. Yeah, he actually called me this morning. And he was a very difficult guy to talk to. And ultimately through the conversation. Why was he difficult to talk to? I could tell really quickly, he did not care at all. Like he did not want to understand how we were helping him in any way. He didn't want to understand the process. Mm-hmm. In his mind, he had declined all this work. And then in his mind, my car wasn't fixed. So he gave us a one-star review. And it's like, your car is actually unsafe, like wildly unsafe. His suspension was falling off the car. And try to gently communicate. If you don't trust me for your repairs, that's fine. You need to go somewhere else though because it's unsafe to drive. But he didn't really want to hear that. So ultimately, I just figured out really quickly, he's not interested. He's interrupting and he's not interested. So it's like, you know, obviously I'm really sorry that you felt like you didn't get five-star service. So I want to refund you the money. It was a very small bill. It was like 190 bucks of diagnostic time. I'm just going to give you your money back. And then I said, I was careful not to make it predicated on that. I'm just, I'm doing this. What my ask is of you is that you would revise your your review of us. I don't know what he's going to do with that. He said he would. He thanked me for the refund and he said he would. So we'll see if he does. Yeah. I have no control. 
And you nailed it on the head. You did a good job with the, I didn't predicate anything. You can't say, hey, if I give you your money back, I'll take the review down. You can't say that. No. But you you can say, hey, you know, I'm really happy to give you your money back. And I would really love it if you wouldn't mind changing or just simply taking down the review. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry you had a negative experience. You can do what you want, but I would just appreciate that. Yep. The money's on your card now. Thank you. Have a nice day. Yep. Real quick. It was easy. I used to get real bent out of shape about that stuff. It did not really make me that upset because I've learned after the years of being in business, like you can't make everybody happy and some people are just, it's okay. And you know, when you're starting out, I have a friend of mine that just had his first difficult client and you know, you could tell how much emotion he had in it. Oh yeah. So much emotion. Yeah. yeah. And that includes firing people too. Yeah. You know, like your first fire, dude, you'll you be sleep. up. You'll yep. lose sleep. You'll be, yes, you, yep. you took the words out of my mouth. You will lose so much sleep and you're normal. That's human. Leading up to it and then after it. Yep. And then it gets easier and in a good way, easier and easier. Oh, I'll have guys crying in my office. And, you know, I'm like, hey, man, it's okay to cry. You know, I feel like it's good for telling me and it's okay to cry. But at the end of the day, once a decision's made, you got to make it. And you got to follow through. No matter what the situation is, no matter what's going on, you've got to follow through. Right. No, I think you did a good job. I've read everything that the guy said. And even reading through his bad review, I think it's actually a good bad review, Nate, because you could tell this guy is just wildly unreasonable. And you can also just tell that he doesn't really know what he's talking about, hence why he came to you to fix it. Yeah. You know, I can't tell you how many engineers we get. And it's like, oh, I could have fixed it myself, but bad review, bad re-. You know, it's just like, and yeah. then you click on the guy's profile and I just clicked on this guy's profile. He doesn't leave that many five-star reviews. Right. You know, so it's like, oh, I'm dealing with that person that yep. doesn't think highly. And it's like, oh, well, their life is probably a mess. So it is. What it is. You know, people, when, when you're someone in your life, you're like, they have a problem with everyone. Like eventually they got to ask the question, hopefully if they're wise is maybe I'm the problem. Mm-hmm. And that's how some people are. So, yeah. So I've floating through many review software. I think whenever you get a new software, if you see your reviews kind of dwindling, get a new software because the new software is going to ping all your clients. It's going to, they're going to do everything. It's going to be great. You know, so switching up software is actually good. You're talking about like a CRM software? Not a CRM, but a review software. Okay. That's what I've never tried. That connects to your CRM. Okay. I've never tried that. And Chirp, actually. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Chirp, chirp. Yep. Go back and listen to that episode. Helps us out. House Call Pro, which is the CRM that we use, will do this for you. But Chirp does it in a little bit better of a way, in my opinion. You know, House Call Pro, when you hit finish on a job, it sends the customer text message. Because when the technician gets there, he has to hit, I started here, and then when he hits finish. And I'll just read you the finish. I'll read you the whole thing, because I think there's value in this. Sure. When the job is scheduled, it just says, this is Beltway Air Conditioning. Your appointment's this time to this time. I actually had a guy say, man, you guys never get people to cancel? I'm like, no, because when the job's scheduled, you get a scheduled text. And then when the technician's on the way, it says, it looks like it's coming from our office. And it says, hey, technician's name, I'm just going to use my name for this example. Ryan from Beltway is on the way. Any changes, please contact the office. Also, ask technician name, Ryan, about our Just Right Service Club, where you get two routine visits a year, plus savings. And when they head on the way, it looks like it's an office text message, and it kind of primes them for a service contract. And then when we hit finish, this is, if you want to steal this language, uh, this language has helped me tremendously. With Isn't that it. trademarked? No. You okay. Can steal it. All right. There's a lot of things trademarked around trademark here. trademark everything. 
There is a lot of things like the thing on the wall out there is trademarked. How you do an install sheets uh, trade? I got a lot of things trademarked. I know it's it's not that much money. Hey, this is Ryan from Beltway. It's a big deal to receive a five star Google review. Helps Beltway grow, and you can be a part of that. Would you mind taking a few minutes to write something simple about me slash Beltway? If you're not satisfied for any reason, email the owner at ryan at bellwayhvac.com and management will make it right. Thank you so much for choosing us. It's great. One thing too is on our website, we have under about us has all the employees and it just is their picture and like three things to talk to them about. And that's actually on the heat map of our website. That's a huge space. Because I think people get this text message and they see Eric's on the way or Mo's on the way. And they'll go to the website and like find out who Mo or Eric is before they get there. So the three things I talked to him about are legit, real, personal things. Like this guy's hobby. Yeah, like talk to Mo about football or he's from Nigeria. That's great. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. You know, talk to Gil about his podcast. Talk to Hayden about motorcycles. I mean, he's got a spark plug tattoo on his forearm. It's not that hard to figure out what to talk to him about you know yeah yeah no that's good it's a way to connect people to the personality of your business yeah yeah and i think over time so we're about to do a website overhaul where we try to put our personality through the website instead of our professionalism because our 800 reviews on one location show our professionalism so let's start showing our personality a lot more i like it be more relational so on asking for reviews when we're in the home I mean, I'm ruthless when it comes to getting reviews. I think that matters more than anything else in this world. I don't care if you walk away with a $0 ticket. I do care if you walk away without a review. So when I'm in the house, I say, hey, did I do a good job for you today? Yes. Great. <laughs> yes, Ryan, you did. Would you mind leaving me a review before I leave? Is what that- Sure, no problem. Okay, go ahead and Google us right now. Yeah, you're going to leave a review for me right now, dude. We're doing this. You've done this to me like four times. I've left like four <laughs> reviews. They will know. take them down if they see them. They're, they're cycled. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to say my name is like Edna. Yeah. And I don't know why I went with that one. but. Um, and then I'll take your phone. After you Google Beltway Air Conditioning, because I'm not going to open up your internet browser. After you Google Beltway HVAC, I'm going to flip it around. I'm going to hit five stars and say, hey, all you have to do is hit submit. Or you can write, Ryan was awesome. You know, he did this. Anything. You hit the five star for them. Yeah, I hit the five star for them, dude. What are we talking about? This is thinking, man. This thing's thinking. Or say, just tell me your favorite part about this process. Mm -hmm. What's been your favorite part about this whole experience? Can you write about that? Your hair. Yeah, thank you. I was going to say that, but I didn't (laughs) want to. Yeah, I mean, it's too flirty to say that in the house. And too arrogant if you say it to a dude. You want to let them come up with the cool stuff. And then my thing on responding to negative reviews is they don't matter. They're just words on a screen. Take the meaning out of them. Stop being a meaning-making machine and have someone else respond. That's not you. That doesn't care. It could be get your neighbor to write the response. You know, I see so many people. I saw one review one time. I was like, well, if you don't like this, then you can go up the street. They're cheaper than me. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to sound defensive. Too much emotion, buddy. Yep. And then how we handle the negative reviews is we'll call them and say, hey, we noticed you left a four-star. Most people leave a four-star, at least in my organization, want to leave a one-star, but they want to see what will happen if they leave a four. And almost, I would say, seven out of ten times, they're like, well, I was going to leave a one-star review, but I left a four because this is a problem. Remove the friction. This is no longer a problem. Whatever they want, whatever they just said, give it to them. 
And if they do leave a one star, we'll call them the general manager. That's part of his job description is to call the one star reviews. Hey, what is, you know, hey, I saw you left a one star review. What, what's the problem? The general manager has full autonomy to make that customer happy. And I have replaced units for free. I have given $800 bills away for free. It is what it is. I kind of need a couple bad reviews to come in, though. And we had one come in the other day, but it was actually like a real bad one. And I was like, I can't let this slide. We sold a system, and for some reason, the wording on the contract, it was the first time we ever sold this one, and the wording on the contract was wrong. And he basically thought he was getting X, and he got Y. And we understood, hey, this is totally like our fault. And he bought the nicest system on the market. So I had to take the second nicest <laughs> equipment on the market and take it out and put the nicest in. Okay. It costs a lot of money. Someone's going to get a great deal on a slightly used second best system on the market? Yeah, do you want it? <laughs> Can we put it in my Jeep? Sure. <laughs> I don't care where you put it, just buy it from me. Could look really cool in my front yard, yeah. my garden. Our beauty set thing up. No, I mean, well, that right there, that's a probably a good place to end because that right there just talks about how the emotion that comes up when there's a bad review can feel, rightly so, this is your baby when you own a business and it feels like it's a hit against you as a person. And then on the other side of it, it's like, man, I don't want to give in to what they want, but there's a bigger picture at play here. And the fact that you're willing to go to those lengths, giving a unit, not making excuses and just doing it shows how important it is. So that's good. I mean, it's not easy to maintain 4.9. Oh, and before we get off, I will say it's better to do one location to get them in my space, get it to one location, get it over a thousand reviews and use that one location for what's called GSLA, Google Local Service Ads, and have that GSLA go all across Maryland and then your other locations are only in your city. So you can have four GSLA locations like we have, but Columbia only belongs to Columbia. Severn only belongs to Severn. But Hanover belongs to literally from Havity Grace to Chevy Chase down to Lusby. Okay. So you're capitalizing on... Yeah. Because GSLA is not in your industry. It's only in mine. It's kind of It takes the pace of PPC. And it's better to have one location with the most reviews because they're going to see, okay, Beltway Air Conditioning, a thousand reviews, boom. You know, I'm going to click those. Mm -hmm. And you'll really capitalize on those small cities. It's good. I wanted to give that little nugget away because I took a long time to figure out that answer. It's good. It's good. Thanks, man. Yep. All right. Reviews, they matter.